today i want to encourage you hallelujah and i'm preaching on something i've entitled courting the fever of god by our actions look as we say courting the fever by our actions i hope you understand courting to say yes you know as we, we are trying to seek for it we are courting for it you know you are caught just like when a man wants to marry a woman they, they enter courtship they, they 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 are trying to enter into marriage are you understanding me so we are caught in seeking the favor of god through what our actions hallelujah esther chapter 5 we are still on the same scripture let's read the verse number 2 downwards esther chapter 5 the verse number 2 downwards and let's go now when he saw queen esther standing in the court please follow me don't sleep hallelujah when he saw queen esther standing in the court he was pleased with her and held i've been preaching for this from this one for the past <laughs> two to three weeks don't be bored with the scripture it's still a powerful scripture hallelujah yes sir held out to her the gold scepter that was in her hand in his hand so esther approached and touched the tip of the scepter last week i explained to you that the court is symbolic of praise. The Bible said that enter his gates with thanksgiving, number one, and then onto his court with what? Praise. So praise, I said that is symbolic of the place of the court. Now, quick, come down. Let's look at what's happening. Now, the king asked, please follow me. This is what I'm preaching from today. Now, the king asked, what is it, Queen Esther? What is your request? Even up to half the kingdom, it will be given you. I love this one hallelujah now listen to me today i'm talking to you about courting through the things we are doing through the things we should do through the things through our actions i hope you understand me courting looking for the favor of god trying to lose the favor of god through our actions that is what i'm talking about so please everybody follow me uh, I need you to understand this. Sometimes I love exegesis. When you read scripture, what, what kind of scripture as it is, there are a lot of things you can draw out from the word. And sometimes you kind of trust uh, we are not able to get the depth of the word. So sometimes you have to sit down, meditate, and then get the depth of the word so that it will be able to bless our lives. Hallelujah. Now we can see that. Follow me. Focus. Please come quickly. Come quickly. We can see that uh, when you look at what Esther did, Hallelujah! Now we can see that immediately Esther approached the king. Some way, somehow, the person that spoke wasn't Esther, but the king. Are you with me? Hello. Esther stood in the court and then approached the king. But somehow, the person that spoke, Esther is the woman that sought the meeting. But when she entered the meeting, it wasn't Esther that spoke, but it was the king that was the first to speak. Now, are you understanding me? And not only did the king speak, the king could tell, please follow me, somehow that Esther came with a burden on her heart with the request to make mr rubin has a wife 
if Mr. Rubin is in his, in his bedroom and his wife approaches, there are many, many things that his wife could be doing in the bedroom. This is not a stranger. This is a man and his wife. And the wife approached the man. And somehow, the husband intuitively thought that the woman hasn't come for a family reunion. Because around that time, the king hadn't spoken to his wife for a full month. Are you with me? So when Esther approached, somehow the king didn't think, say, Esther had come to reconcile or to apologize or to seek for some disco, uh, some, some conversation, some convo to sort out their differences. Somehow, immediately Esther appeared in front of the king. The king said that, Esther, no, when I look at your demeanor, there is something bothering you. You have come with a request. There is something on your mind. There is a petition in your heart you want to present to me. And also, for the reason why I believe the king immediately saw on Esther's demeanor, sorry, on Esther's face that there was something happening. Esther needed a request was because of the way she appeared before the king. Now, are you understanding me? Shout, I hear you. If I go to my husband, look, look at this. If you have a little brother, if you have a kid, and when the kid wants something from you, there is a way he approaches you. Are you understanding me? Those of you who have kids or those of you who have little brothers. So here we be a few while. He doesn't come like he usually comes. There is a way he comes and you can tell her, no, this boy is out to something. If you know the person very well. Now, this is exactly what we are experiencing here. By the demeanor of Esther, the king could tell that there was something weighing her spirit down. Are you understanding me? And number two, not only could he tell that Esther had come with a request, he could also predict that the magnitude of the request Esther had to present wasn't something small. It was enormous. And this is the reason why the king said, look at this. Global only wife for her, that's a wife, Abba. Number one, maybe you discern that your wife needs money. But you don't ordinarily tell your wife that, oh, uh, please, my wife, what do you want? Even if you want all this house, I'll give to you. What about only any indication? No, you won't go that far. Are you understanding me? The king said to Esther, Esther, what is it that bothers you? What is it that is on your heart? And the king added this statement, Esther without speaking a word. The king said that even if you want up to a half of my kingdom, it is available for you. So not only did the king know that Esther had come with the request, he also knew that the magnitude and the weight of Esther's request was something strong, was something huge. It wasn't the chop money type. Are you understanding me? It wasn't you are cold these days type. It was the type that carried weight. Somebody understand me. How was the king able to deduce all these things? I believe it was by the demeanor of Esther. What the issue happening around Esther carried so much weight upon her soul that it was noticeable on her face. You will see Esther and you will see that the woman is troubled. For those three days, Esther was in fasting. The king saw Esther and discovered that, no, this is not the way my wife usually looks. There is a strain on her face. Somehow, I could see that Esther had reduced, reduced in weight. There was something upon the woman's soul that became noticeable in the physical. Is somebody understanding me? Shout, I hear you. I wrote down and I said that for many of us believers, there are things bothering us and you can't even tell by your attitude in church. I'm coming there. Shout, I hear you. I said, courting favor through our actions. 
in the book of Nehemiah chapter 1 I don't have time to go into the scriptures but the Bible said that in the days when Nehemiah poured wine onto the king it came to pass that a decree was made sorry it came to pass that Nehemiah heard that the town he came from was under attack now that morning when he went to the king the Bible said that he didn't also utter a single word in the, in the chapter number 1 the Bible said that he started making intercessions and prayer and then entered the king's palace to just continue his duty of pouring wine the Bible said immediately the king saw Nehemiah so he said Nehemiah what is troubling you when the when the burden upon your soul when the weight of your supplication weighs you down it is it becomes noticeable everybody sees you and they see that there is something you are demanding is somebody understanding me shout i hear you oh come on i said shout i hear you in first samuel chapter one it is clear the bible said something i love this one as so let's go the first samuel chapter the chapter number one i think the verse number 10 when after after hannah has finished eating and drinking the bible said that she went on to the altar to pray the bible said she prayed and wept bitterly because her, she, she was of, of of a bitter heart it was clear hallelujah in bitterness of soul hannah wept sore Hannah wept much. Sorry, may kind freak King James. If I'm reading, but my mind is in King James. <laughs> Hallelujah. In bitterness of soul, Hannah wept much and prayed to the Lord. In bitterness of soul, in what? Bitterness of soul. This is what prompted the prophecy from Eli. Eli wasn't God, but the, the the way Hannah went into prayer and prayed, it drew up to the prophetic word from Eli. Eli said that people in Sorry, The way Anna approached the prayer closer, it drew out the prophetic word from Eli. Listen to me. There are many of us. Our actions do not show us as people that are trying to court the favor of God. Now, do you understand me? Esther did something and the king immediately knew that she had come with a request. There are some of you, the way you come to your prayer closet, the way you enter, it's a sign, it is as though you are rather coming to do God a favor. Now, are you understanding me? Some of you, when we look at your attitude towards prayer and towards the things of God, not even in the church, but the way you behave, it is as though you have an issue upon your head you just say but when you come into the house of god into the closet of prayer you behave as though god is the one that needs favor from you now are you understanding me to cause favor what is crucial is our actions when Anna received the answer to her prayer, for God is not, for by God all actions are weighed. Yes, sir. For God is, is a God of knowledge, and by Him actions are weighed. Anna knew that she had done something. Her actions were weighed by God, and as a result, Samuel was produced. Now, are you understanding me? There are many of us also. We come to the church of God. When you look at somebody's attitude or global, now, are you understanding me? You come to church also. Every little thing you see and comment on, those are the things that are important to you. But meanwhile, in your closet, you are struggling seriously. Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on, I said, shout, I hear you. Your actions should depict the intensity of your request 
Are you understanding me? Yes, sir. So, oh, oh, so niska. Now, say, si kafushi, you are now be attending meeting now. It is your own problem. You come here and you don't have anything to boast about. But when you stand in prayer, it is as though you are the richest man in Ghana. Now, is somebody understanding me? Shout, I hear you. Our actions do not show us as people that are trying to court favor. I said and I wrote down and I said that you don't win favor with thousand words. Esther never spoke a word. And yet, by her actions, by what she was willing to do, the king knew that something was troubling her heart. There are some of us, listen, prayer is not coming and saying many things or even standing long hours in prayer. It is by our attitude. The way we come and we are ready and we are willing to do anything, that shows that something is troubling us on the inside. Now, are you understanding me? Esther never said a word. Nehemiah never said a word to the king. But immediately they saw their demeanor. They knew that there was a, there was a heaviness upon their soul. I wrote down and I said that prayer is not only a spiritual action. It's a soulless action. In Kenyasa, a spiritual thing. And so you can tire out physically. So it's a combination of the spirit and the soul. So when your soul is not into the thing, prayer is short-handed. Your soul cannot be weighed down and you come to prayer and it is not noticeable. This is why sometimes when you go to prayer, you cry. Why? Because what is happening is an action in the spirit and an action in the soul. Because it doesn't only involve the spirit, it involves what? The soul. Your soul cannot be weighed down and you are normal. There are many of us, the things that, that bother us, it has not yet weighed us down. We, we, we don't come to God and portray it as things that trouble us. Is somebody with me? Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on, I said, shout, I hear you. He said, Esther, what is it that troubles you? Even if, even if it is up to the half of this kingdom, I am willing to give. Why? Because I have seen something in you. Your actions show of a woman that is in desperate need of my help. In both situations, in the situation of Nehemiah and Esther, their clans and their origins were in question. Nehemiah heard that his city's wall was destroyed. Obia, sorry, they can enter the city and destroy them. Esther discovered that an edict had been sent across the kingdom that all Jews were to be massacred. When they discovered that their destinies were on the line, it had to reflect on their faces. Hallelujah. You haven't eaten a proper meal for two months. When you come to prayer, you pray as though you eat with the, with the president. Shout, I hear you. Global, it should reflect. It should do what? Look at this. I wrote this scenario down. Imagine if, as Global is sitting here, somebody calls him from the ministries. And you can verify that this is probably a, 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 a somebody in a higher position that can favor you. And he tells you, Global, please, I want you to arrange 2,000 cities and bring it to me. This is a fee you are going to pay so that I will favor you. It happens a lot in Ghana and Amibwa. Oh, is it true? Somebody said, Oh, maybe we're in the nursing school, but a person posting the somebody will call him from Accra. Say, Oh, bring 3,000 Ghana. And the truth of the matter, they will do it. Now look at what is happening. The moment the person calls you, now he has extended an invitation of favor. Even though it is not the right one, because there are many nurses normally. So to be picked, it means that you have to be favored somehow. Now the price for that favor is 3,000 Ghana cities. Now, global, 
look at the attitude with which he goes around gathering the 3,000 Ghana. What do you say? Mr. Rubin, me watch me pay 500 now. Watch it. Also, for so one year, me more be 200 now. Watch it, Madam Tipu. Even if he has to comb through the whole second takrade, na ferry four clan also come when he ma obeko because what is at stake is crucial for him. Now, are you understanding me? This is a man, and you need a favor from a man. Somewhere in November, the whole year, a certain man will need your favor. Sorry, you, you will need the favor from a certain man. That is the God Almighty. Just think about it. If we have to give offerings to God, if we have to sacrifice something on Thanksgiving Day, look at your approach to it. Listen to me. It shows that you don't see him as a man that is going to favor you. You are rather doing him a favor with the way you go around your givings and raising seed for your harvest and those things. So what they command ministries, man, no man, you feel that you have to do what it takes. But if you have given it to the eternal Emmanuel, the man that can favor somebody at the backside of the wilderness, you do it as though he is the one that rather requires your favor. Am I making sense? See that also for when it is offering time, we don't see it as God favoring us. An opportunity to court his favor. We see it as an opportunity to bless God. To do good. No. Look at what we say, no. No. Just like you see, you, you, you trust that the man can give you a job. Until whatever it takes as Stephen Bettinia generates Canadian, he'll do it with zeal and fire. A man of faith that trusts God also knows. By giving my all unto God, he can also I can also court his favor, and then God will release what he has to release upon my life. So you see that there are many believers in church. We, we act as though we are doing God a favor. Many of us are not trying to court his favor, we are rather trying to say to God that he needs us and that we are doing him a favor. Are you understanding me? See, the zeal will people go around and gather money to pay that man. And when the creator of the ends of the world, the man that can favor you beyond every man, you want to court his favor, you just do it anyhow. Is somebody understanding me? Oh, hello? Yes, sir. The man that can favor you above every other man. When that man, you are trying to court his favor, and not the okwa, you see the zeal with which you do it. Okwa, I said, I don't know. You see, Look at this offering book. Somebody, the, the way the person will think about the money the person is bringing before they put it on the altar, you understand that he doesn't see it as courting favor. What you are saying? He doesn't see it as seeking favor. He sees it as a responsibility. Is somebody understanding me? Yes, sir. Many, many seasons ago, so for those were the times. And the little money I have, I will raise everything. Where we used to pray, old landry, na a hobby commercial area. Missy Kenya Kamuna. I remember those days intercessors met and we lifted our prayers. And whilst I was in prayer, I saw in the spirit, the Mihuyane said, those were early days in my Christian life. The Mihuyane said, Mihuse, and Yama Bibre Kamuashia. And I was trying to look for the one I manage home. I just couldn't see what I wanted to take. Into the Mihuyane said, I saw money. And in my mind, I said that no, Charlie, this is good. But then again, I saw a DBI to say, Abwa, like a horse. 
Edna Okita Adena riders edipino. Edano so by rider be our enkaho. And I mean who say horse let you say there was a Bible. Into the mihuya and say in those who are doing the prophet that you man say, I had closed my eyes and I'm a shakonabi and I was praying and crying and lifting up my voice. Receive the mantle of intercession. He never prayed for anybody. He just came to where I was standing at the corner. Baby, I didn't like to move around people. He said, Receive the mantle of intercession. I just got up and I sat upon the horse in the vision that I was seeing. And I didn't take away. When I finished, I just went to Old Landry, took every single money I had, and I said, that, Father, I caught this grace. I caught this fever. Let it rest upon my life. Grace, mantles of supplication, of intercessions, of prayer. Let it rest upon my life in seasons when I feel like it, and in seasons when I don't feel like it. When everything is moving downhill, let there be a river in my spirit that shall spring for good news, hope, joy unto the nations. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I caught this grace. I caught this mantle. In the name of Jesus, I caught that grace. Is somebody with me? Shout, I hear you. Yes, sir. We do it as though we are courting the fever. Is somebody understanding me? And from that day, I realized that my life changed in a way. My life changed. It changed. I understood what it means to be there for somebody. Is somebody understanding me? Shout, I hear you. Say, I caught the fever of God. It is not about anything. It is not worse. Tell somebody this is not worse. It is your action what you say it is your heart your action it is not words it is your action shout i hear you am i making sense i wrote down when i said that anybody that seeks to court favor you don't only give what you can you give what you can't are you with me you give not only what you can give like Mr. Rubin is a worker. He can give the time out or on the break. It is a good time. No, I can't oh, break time. I want to go and pray. And he will, go, he, he will set some 30 minutes and pray. That is not enough. When what you are looking for is fever. But apart from that 30 minutes, while he's holding the machine, kapo, krati batai. Are you understanding me? What you can give and what you can't. If what you seek to find is the fever. Is somebody understanding me? Listen to me. So what's nobody favors the people that don't favor them. We tend to favor those who favor us. It's as simple as that. God won't come and by force favor you. He will only favor you if you favor him. It's as simple. To show me one man who didn't favor God and God favored him. Hallelujah. When Yanko Poden covenant forget about those times there is no man who God favors said you by force I want to favor you can we continue is somebody blessed this morning now in Luke 18 this remarkable story I have worked on it since 2000 and maybe nine I haven't been able to exhaust this scripture because I just love it hallelujah he said Jesus Christ told them a parable to this effect that men always ought to pray and not to hurt hallelujah let's read the verse number two and 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 okay let's 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 young kind free i say quickly and then i have some 15 minutes to work this one out please everybody listen to me Oda, you are in trouble show, follow me then jesus told his disciples a parable to show them 
that they should always pray and not what? And not what? Jesus taught them this parable to show them that they should always pray and not what? Come down quick. Look at this. Or see, he said, in a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared about men. I love this man. Go down quick. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him. I want you to look at this. Notice this very well. I'll come to that. Who did what? She kept coming to this judge with this particular plea. Grant me justice against my adversary. In this town, there is a widow. This widow, the Bible said that he doesn't, sorry, there is a judge. This judge, the Bible said that he doesn't fear God. And now there is a, there is a certain widow in that town who cannot influence the judge in any way. She came to the judge and said that give me justice. Give me what? Justice. I want you to avenge me of my adversary. Come down. Let's, let's read that. Now for some time he refused. For some time he did what? The judge refused. Of course, it is it is natural according to the, the behavior here. Okay. But finally, he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care about men, come down. This is Jesus speaking. Yet, because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually wear me out with her coming. Do you understand this portion of scripture? Hello? Even though I don't fear God, I don't care about what anybody says. But this woman will not stop. So let me just give her what she wants. And then she will also allow me to remain in peace. I love this one. Now look at this. Please follow me. I said that courting favor through your actions. Courting favor through your heart. Actions. Look at this. Please follow me. <laughs> Are you with me? Oh, Dana. Yes, sir. We need to understand something important here. That... Everybody in that town knew that that man wasn't somebody that was a good man. He himself said it. I don't fear God and I don't care about what anybody says. So when the woman decided to take her case to that man, in the first place, it was a foolish act. Is it true? Oh, come on, is it true? Yes, sir. Okay, maybe I'll try a lock, but what try back? Just close your mind and go somewhere. Because this guy is not going to change. It is not because of you. But there is something important here. The widow saw, I love this one, somehow, that within the dark soul of that man, there is an element of light somewhere where she thought she could capitalize on. Are you understanding me? The man is wicked. The man is bad. Now, if the woman took her matter to the man, then it means that subconsciously, the woman thought that in, in, inside the man, hidden somewhere, underground, baby, so for so many years, it's an iota of goodness in that man, where if she kept coming, somehow, even though people look at her and think that she's foolish, in reality, it didn't make sense, but somehow she thought that Against all hope, that is what I wrote when I, when I look at the scripture. Against all hope, she hoped. Hope against hope, Romans 4. That's what the Bible talks about Abraham. He said that Abraham hoped against hope. Patricia said, Hope has parameters. For instance, listen to me. If you are a friend, 
she will hope that her mother will attend her wedding, his wedding. So hope has parameters. And do maybe we don't hope anymore. So when the parameters are closed and we still hope, then we are hoping against. Now, do you understand where I'm coming from? The woman knew that the man's case was a close one, but somehow she hoped against hope. Even though I am 40, I don't have a boyfriend, but I believe I will have my own family. What you say? I am 40. I don't have a boyfriend. I know that somehow I am hoping against hope. I believe that even though I can't see an end in sight, somehow something will turn up for me along the line. Is somebody understanding me? Shout, I hear you. Even though I am 35, I am unemployed. I believe that I am not going to live under the mercy of other men the rest of my life. I am also going to be carefully employed. I am hoping against hope. There are things you do. It is not because you can see an end in sight, but you are hoping by your actions, by your continual singing of light in dark places, you will, you will encounter the goodness of God by our actions. Is somebody with me? Shout, I hear you. He said, I'll go. I'll do what? I'll go. It didn't make sense. There was nothing about that man that showed that she was going to bend. This man didn't bend for preachers. She didn't bend for anyone. Who needs There is no way you can influence that man. And the woman said, somehow we didn't. All the woman was looking for, all the woman was looking at was an iota of goodness in the man. And this is a man that is a self-professed atheist. Said, I do not care about God. I don't fear him. So that man doesn't have anything we call objective moral reasoning. Listen, there are some people, Papa Hello. Obi on sro nyame ne papa ne bone nyede eni ho ma no ufi se prayer atc pri nyene no anono say what are you afraid of that's what they are asking us papa ne bone ni ho ma no they want to blend the lines this is a self professed 80s he said i don't fear god i don't care about what anybody says there is nothing the woman had on that man but the woman somehow hoped against hope tonight this morning in the name of Jesus, I prophesy over your life. May things that seem impossible, may things that seem far-fetched, may issues that seem insurmountable against all hope I speak into your life. May you gather momentum to overcome. In the name of the Lord Jesus, receive grace to run with this mystery. I said receive grace to run with this mystery against all hope. She hoped. I loved Abraham. He said that he didn't believe in the deadness of his own body, neither yet in the deadness of Sarah's womb, but trust in the God that was able to promise. Against all hope. Are you understanding me? Caught in faith with your actions. Also, if you believe in what you see, you are not different from the guy who is outside there. That is not faith. That is not what? But when I hope against hope, when I think that it is possible, when everybody says it is not possible, then I am walking in faith. Is somebody understanding me? You are not different. You are not different from any other person. The second mystery about the woman that I love, I love that mystery so much. The Bible said that when the woman went, look at this. The woman didn't go the first time and go the second time and changed her case. The lawyers, those, those, those who understand this, when you are in court, sometimes they can, they can make a petition to add new evidence. 
maybe along the line during the case maybe I want to discover something new and say me case no you can even call go and call somebody you think say assemblies you know no new evidence but look at what the bible said the bible said in Luke 18 or say the woman kept coming with one case avenge me of my adversary one case one says one case oh maybe i'm not doing this one right let me let me let, let me shift it in. that is a symbol of somebody that lacks faith in his prayer he, he, he prays this one today and think that, oh maybe the method and the means i used it, it, it is not working let me shift it let me turn it the bible said the woman came with one case avenge me of my adversary i am not changing it i am not doing anything to it i believe that this is the only petition i have i am not going to are you understanding me? Me first sound arguments be a mechanic. What you say? I don't have new arguments. The part of prayer language in Minsuya being kaho. It is the same prayer language. What I am changing is my faith. I am shifting it to believe that what I have petitioned, God is able to do. I came to raise a generation of people that shall go before God thinking that my God is able to do exceedingly abundantly. Above all, is somebody understanding me? Shout I hear you. The woman didn't change her petition. One could throw people so make him be man. Avenge me of my adversary. She didn't add anything. The Bible says she kept coming saying, Avenge me of my adversary. There is no need for argument or new prayer language. What matters in the spirit is what is inside. I can speak few words, but inside is a table charger faith that cannot be denied. Are you understanding me? Faith is not prayer language. Tell somebody, faith is not prayer language. Shout, I hear you. Inside, there is a table charge that won't give up. What you say? There is something inside that won't just allow for the situation to remain as it is. I will not come with new evidence. evidence Hello, what evidence can you present to God again that He hasn't seen? A dear language, and The only difference is what? Faith. It is what? There are many ways to seek justice. I wrote down. If I catch a thief today, I can decide to beat him to death. It's a way I seek my justice. Is it true? If I catch him, I can take him to the law court. It's a way I seek justice prison. If I catch him today, or suffer, somebody can take him to Antoine. It is a way to seek justice. Into justice is developed, de delivered on different platforms. Into if I try this platform and it doesn't work, I shift. Is somebody understanding me? My The only thing, me say, what is constant is faith. What is what constant? I am not. Listen, I, I if what I want is justice, I will find it. I will do what? I will find it. If what I want global is oil, I must find it. I must what? Find it. There is no point giving it up and running somewhere. That is not fair. I wrote down and I said that there are some people, they sit down and they say, God has disappointed you when you are not dead. What do you say? What do you say? What do you What do you say? 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 You are still alive. You are breathing. Eh? You have your four legs. After three years of not finding a job, you conclude that God has disappointed you. You don't understand what it means to have faith. The Bible said that after 90 years, after 100 years, Abraham didn't believe that his body was dead. Are you understanding me? He didn't believe that Sarah 
mother's womb, the woman who has stopped menstruating 16 years ago, she didn't believe that her womb Is somebody understanding me? Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on, I say, shout, I hear you. The guy that says, I'm disappointed, that is a man that has accepted that he cannot have anything from God. If I continue to hope, I can't get disappointed. My Jesus. My Jesus. Also, I can tell you a story, you open your mouth. Hallelujah. If you know the kind of hope some people are clinging on to, and I'm a bumpy two years. And so what? Do you know how many years Zachariah pre preached in the temple? John the Baptist, Papa. Do you know how many sacrifices he offered for women? Eh? Mami we not na fuba na sida for the abba Zachariah. No we kuwa buano. Was last year me ba bumpy radio team isufre na Zachariah kuno. No ne na denyango pansi. Twenty five years, thirty, forty, fifty years. Zachariah one ne yiredi. Omo mtumi fasi deni bi ma. But he still had cause to serve God. In the year that the angels visited Zachariah. She was upon the altar of prayer. He said that upon the altar of incense. You have prayed for two years. He said, I have prayed. What you have is not prayer. You, you simply need some turbo charge inside. Say, I won't accept it. Say, I am not defeated. Say, I have something inside so strong. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Say, what God has said, he will surely do. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You sit there for two months and you say, ah. <laughs> you just sit somewhere. What can you be? You don't understand the school of faith. Caught in favor with your actions. Also, for this is what I call faith. The actions, they speak louder than what? You can speak 10,000 words in prayer. Somebody comes and their demeanor in prayer alone. You think the only woman that went to look for a child in the day of early was Anna? No. You think that the only woman that went to look for a child was Anna. But the one that prayed the prayer that moved the prophet early upon the doorpost was the woman Anna. Are you understanding me? Masa, hang on. To, tell somebody, hang on to it. Tell somebody, don't leave the promise. Oh, come on. Tell somebody, don't leave the promise. I say, Shout, I hear you. Shout, he hoped against hope. We will court the favor. We will do what? Court the favor. No matter what it takes, it doesn't matter what is required of us. Listen to me. Esther approached the king knowing she could die. When the weight of the supplication upon your soul is so heavy, you don't care about death. Look at the woman that is giving birth on the on the on the on the on the on the on the, on the hospital bed. She would rather die and let her child live. Now are you understanding? Even though when she leaves, she can give birth to more sons. But at that time, the weight of the supplication upon her soul is heavy. You behave as though everything is well. When in your closet, you know that you are dying of poverty. In your closet, you know that you are dying of loneliness. Please, change the actions. Tell somebody, change the actions. All is not well. Don't behave as though it is well. It is not. It is what? Not. I'm not saying that don't behave as no, it is not well. Go around and let everybody see that you are you are in a sorry state. That is not fit. What I'm trying to say is that when you go to God, let him know. Let the supplication, let it weigh you down in prayer. When you enter prayer, you need to feel something before you leave. You are there. There is everything is not well. You pray for 15 minutes. You are saying you are tired. You are crazy. No, no, listen to me. You should be something should be wrong with you. Uh, also for, to feel a weight on your heart 